Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to part two of this proper planning, and I promise it won't be boring. You're going to enjoy this and get something out of it. But I'm going to talk to you about start starting with why. Uh, why why matters. You know, you, you're made up of, of beliefs. Who you are today is because of what you believe. And so your life is compromised as a representation. What you do always stems from what you believe. So there's people that go to church and they don't actually believe the message. And so they go, but they wish they didn't have to go. And then they're doing things on the outside that don't they don't line up. And that's why we have people call, oh, people who go to church are hypocrites. Because there's people who act out of alignment with what they say that they believe. And so your why matters. Why are you doing what you're doing? And so if you can find something, if we're talking about planning for the future, if you can find something that means enough to you, if you can find a reason why, if you can find a motivation that's worth it to you, something that you believe in, then you'll have something that you can't be talked out of. I want to read a quote by C.S. Lewis, and it says, It would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud, pies, and a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. The generation that, that we live in now, my generation and, and younger, for many of them, you have, you have two sides. You have people who go full-heartedly after the things of the world. They go full-heartedly. And I believe we have a, a glorious church rising up that's going full-heartedly after things of God. But then there's people who just don't want to allow themselves to get their hopes up about life. They've taken a pessimistic view of life, even in the church. And so they don't want to push I see for some people, their greater motivation in life is that they don't want to make mistakes. You can't have your guiding principle and guiding force in life to not make mistakes. If you're trying new things, you're, you're making mistakes. There has to be something that, that, that you reach down for deep on the inside that pushes you forward to go after the things of God and for what you believe in. And that's your why. That, that the reason why you wake up in the morning, the reason why you get out of bed. And so for all of that, as a Christian... It links back to to uh, God's kingdom, and that's the way it was meant to be. You know, the reason why I do this podcast, my wife and I do this podcast, here we are, episode 476. We've been doing this for over two years, and I know we don't do it. You know, we used to do this five days a week. We don't anymore. Uh, life is, we've got two children now. Life is a little busier than it was when we first started doing this with no kids. But the reason we do this, we don't charge. There's no ads. We'd have. There's no monetary benefit to this. I take time, and it's not just the recording time. It's the studying time. It's the editing time. We take time, and we do this because I believe in you. I believe people need a resource that they could fill their heart with the Word of God. I do this because I'm called to preach the Word, and woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. I do this not because I think I'm somebody special, but because God called me to communicate the gospel. And I want to be a help to as many people along the road as I can. I want people, this may be selfish, but I want people when they have their success story and people are giving them accolades for being successful, I want them to say, well, there were people that poured into me along the way. And I want my name mentioned in that. (laughs) I know that sounds selfish, but I, I, I want to be a part of seeing people achieve greatness. I want to be a part of seeing people achieve what God has for their life. There's been people, you know, the call of God on my life 
hasn't been fulfilled by I look at what Pastor Rodney he he's had a major 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 role in God brought us to this country from Africa so so that we could be raised up in this church and so there's people that have a part to play and so I do this because I believe in you I do this because I believe the word of God needs to reach people I do this because well, we do get feedback, which is um, always awesome for us. There's people who reach out and say, man, your podcast really helped me. But I do this because I believe in you. I believe in the power of the word of God being put in your heart on a daily basis. I believe in reaching as many people uh, as possible. I can actually look through this podcast and see the countries that have listened to our podcast, which it's crazy to see that there's people in Italy that listen to our podcast and people in, in Holland that listen to our podcast, people in Brazil that listen to our podcast. You see this, you see the statistics, man, who are these people? <laughs> Where did they come from? And so I do this because I believe in you. And so, so you have to start with why. So no matter what it is, if it's nothing as big as your major calling, if it's just making some adjustments, man, I need to start exercising, man, I need to lose weight. Man, I need to put in some better habits. Man, I need to put in some discipline. Start with why. Why does it matter? Why do you actually want this? You know, the human will is strong. Jesus said, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. The will was the very last thing to be yielded to God is the human will. So if you can get to the place where you want something enough, no one will be able to stop you. And so uh, if, if if you don't want enough, you'll be able to be talked out of it. You know, there's been days where uh, the Lord would tell me, this happened, uh, but the Lord would tell me uh, to fast. I wake up on a Sunday morning and I get ready to go to church and I feel skip, skip, you know, just fast today and be ready to receive. And I'd go to church and I'd fast. I'd skip breakfast. I'd fast. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home and fast. I'll sleep and I'll, then I'll pray and I'll come back for tonight. And sure enough, on Sunday afternoon, there's somebody, hey, we want to invite you out for lunch. I just feel like buying you lunch. And then, you know, at that point, am I willing to be talked out of it? Oh, you know, it's good. Fellowship's good. Or, or do I say, man, the Lord told me to do this, gave me this instruction, and I believe in it enough. So can you be talked out of it? What is your why? You know, are you doing this because you can be a person who, because you said you would and, and being a man of your word is enough? You know, that was for me part of my motivation in sales. I gave my word to my brother when he was my manager. I said, Tim, I'm, I'm going to work all the hours. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock doors till 930 plus three more doors every night from now until the rest of the summer. No nights off. And then I, because I'm a man of my word, I, it didn't even become an option anymore. There was no option to quit at 9.23 p.m. It was 9.30 plus three more doors. There are nights where I got out of a house at 9.55 and and. I'm like, all right, well, I got to knock one more door, you know, and you're looking for the one with the lights on, hoping someone doesn't come out with a gun and, and angry at you because you're knocking on the door almost at 10 o'clock. But I, I'm, a, I'm a man of my word, so I gave my word, so I'm going to do it. There's been times where I want to do something new. I want to stretch in an area, and I'll just give someone my word. I remember I did that when I mentioned on the last podcast doing a seven-day run challenge, and I went to two of my friends, and I said, hey, I'm doing seven days in a row. I'm going to wake up and run every day. And once I said it, I committed to it because I'm a man of my word. What, so what's your why? Why don't you sit down and write down what your why is? Maybe, maybe there's changes you're making because you want to prove someone wrong. That's not the best motivation, but it is a motivation. Maybe there's been people who have spoken and said you couldn't do it. Maybe there's been people who didn't believe in you, and so you want to prove them wrong. That's not the best motivation, but it is a motivation. Maybe, maybe you want to make someone proud. Maybe you want to do something substantial because you want to make somebody proud. 
if you if you could be eighty, I said this on the last one, but if you could, if your eighty year old self could advise your your age right now of something, what what changes would they tell you to make? You know, that's what helped me to lose weight when I was at you know about 70, 80 pounds heavier than I am now. I I went to the gym and I was playing basketball. I had a gym membership to play basketball, and I remember playing basketball and my ankles aching. And I was like, man, I'm twenty one years old. If I'm twenty one and my ankles are hurting, my knees are hurting. What are my knees going to be like at 80 years old? And it's like I saw my 80-year-old self saying, Ryan, now's the time to lose weight. And that's when the weight loss started. What would my 80-year-old self advise my 20-year-old self? What changes would you m- wish you made in 10 years? You know, one of them for me, I'm just going to give you examples here, is I've, I've uh, become more consistent in flossing my teeth. I know that's such a small thing, but I've heard dentists say flossing is actually more important it's, it's, it contributes more to the health of your teeth than brushing does. That isn't to say stop brushing, but flossing actually does more for you than, than brushing does because most people aren't leaving chunks of food in their teeth. So brushing, flossing is actually getting, anyway, I'm not going to get into the science of it, but, but what are changes that you're making? I'm becoming more consistent because I don't want to look back at 70 and have issues because I, I didn't take care of my teeth. I want to keep these teeth. And so when you've got your why, Write down, what am I willing to sacrifice? Does this mean enough to me to, to, to sacrifice sleep? Does it mean enough to me? Now, if you have a good schedule, it's one thing. But if you, if you say, man, I'm, I'm sleeping eight hours a night and I just don't have time and I want to put this in, is it worth it to you to lose an hour of sleep, to wake up an hour earlier, to have a prayer life? Is it worth it to you? What are you willing to sacrifice? Uh, we talked about it last time, but, it, but scheduling your wasted time instead of just letting wasted time come to you. Is it worth it to not eat sugar for six months? Will you look back in six months and be like, man, I really missed out on all that sugar? Or will you look back and say, man, I'm glad I stuck that out and lost weight? Are you willing to do it for 60, <clears throat> six months? What about 90 days? What about a year? Doing a change for a year. Are you willing to make these changes? Could you do it if you had to? That's one thing I always ask myself. You know, when I'm running, especially, I'll be running. And then I always want to challenge myself with the pace. So sometimes I'll run, especially on the longer runs, and I'll run, my pace is slower at the beginning, and then I'll get to the last few miles, and I'll say, let me push this. Let me see if I can get under a mile under eight minutes, and, and, and I've done that before, but let me just push for it. And then I was like, man, if I ran a seven-minute mile, and then I think, I've never run a seven-minute mile. But then I think to myself, if my life depended on it, I could run a seven-minute mile. <laughs> and so you push. Could you do it if you had to, if your life depended on it? You know, there's many people that just don't even challenge themselves and you grow by challenging yourself. There's things in life that come to you that are challenging. There's been times where when I started preaching, I was given a a Sunday morning service here at the river and it was challenging. It caused me to grow. I was nervous. Honestly, I was freaking out. I remember the first Sunday morning I ever preached at the river. uh, I remember on the inside, I was calm, but my heart was not calm. It's like my body, my heart was pounding so hard. I started having chest pains here in the front, in the front row, getting ready to preach. I felt like on the inside, my spirit, man, I was calm. I was ready, but like my, my, my body was, was freaking out because of it. But that's those opportunities where you grow, where you do something you're uncomfortable with. I remember doing my first wedding, officiating a wedding, not comfortable doing that. Still not fully comfortable, but I'm more comfortable than I was. I've done a handful of weddings now. But, but doing those things and, and, and being willing to grow, being willing to challenge yourself, you owe it to yourself to, to give it everything you've got. And then, like I said on the last podcast, if you're looking for massive change, I would encourage you to do something that stretches you for a short amount of time. Do something, you know, maybe there's changes that you make that you implement working out or you make diet changes, but do something extreme for a week. 
just a week and challenge yourself and get accountable to somebody and do the other things we talked about. But really stretch, do something that you'll remember back and be like, I did that. I ran, for me, it was I ran 35 miles in, in, in a week. I ran every morning. I ran a half marathon in March of this year, 13 miles in, in under nine minute miles. I did that. And that's a landmark. Man, I ran a half marathon in March of this year. So try it. And then as far as the believer goes, I want to talk to you as we wrap this up as the Christian's why. You know, for all of us, the ultimate uh, well of motivation should be to do things unto the Lord. So even when it comes to health, part of my motivation for health was, was that, man, I'm a steward of this body. I've known men of God who've gone home to be with the Lord in their 50s because they didn't take care of their body. I think, I honestly think that that's a, I think that's a shame. I think that's a, a, a poor stewardship of what God has entrusted to you. You know, this body needs to last you. You don't want to get to where you're 70 and you can't travel like you used to because you're tired and you got all these health problems. And you, well, you know, I'll just believe the Lord to heal me. No, the Lord's given you a stewardship. That's why for me, I, I don't eat MSG. I read labels. I don't eat, uh, I don't eat uh, anything that, that has the word hydrogenated in it. There's certain things that I've done because I realize what it does to your body. And you may not feel an immediate difference. With MSG, I do. I feel an immediate difference if I eat it. Um, but over time, you put garbage into your body and your body's going to start breaking down. You can only put so, so much sand into your fuel tank before the, before the body breaks down. So I'm starting to pay attention to that now. Well, you know, I'm young. It's okay. You start making those decisions now. Don't wait till you're 50 to start losing weight. And if you're 50 and you need to lose weight, then start today. And so planning and, and starting with what, why does this matter? If it's something like losing weight, why does it matter? Why is it important between you and the Lord that you take care of that body to get it into health? And being skinny doesn't mean you're healthy either. There's people that are skinny that are, that are more unhealthy than people who are heavy, but you're going to answer to the Lord as well. So, so, so why does this matter? Ask yourself and then figure it out. But when you can funnel everything back, how hard you work, how, how the, the time of study that you put in, the sacrifices that you make, when everything can tie back into the kingdom, you gain a well of motivation that'll never run dry. That when other people are running out of energy, I'm still doing this because the Lord is the reason that I do this. I do this to please the Lord. I want the Lord to be pleased with the way that I work. So start with why. I encourage you even as homework to take a piece of paper, write down the things that you want to do and write down why it matters and meditate on it for a few days. Think it through. Why is this important enough for me? What am I willing to sacrifice? What are things that I can give up? and watch what God will do. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.